But focusing on this week's MILF, who's actually the queen of lesbians. I grab my drink, I gather my cats. Now let's talk about your favorite MILF. Listen, I know I disappeared basically without notice for like two weeks, but we are back with season three of Cats, MILFs, and Lesbian Things. I am sorry, but I went on vacation for the first time in such a long time, and it was very exciting. And I was supposed to record the two episodes for the weeks that I was going to miss before I went on my trip, but I fucked up big time that weekend, and I got really 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 terribly badly drunk to the point that i threw up so many times that i don't even know and the next day when i was supposed to record both episodes i just basically slept all day only got up at night to go have dinner with my best friend and a couple of other friends before he left so to say goodbye to him and then i packed my things for my trip at midnight and then the next day I went off on my trip and I just couldn't record so I said you know what I'll just make a quick notice on Instagram and be back when I get back from my trip so yeah I literally got back from my trip last night took two weeks off my serving job so tomorrow Thursday I go back to it and I don't know I hope I'm still good at it I hope I haven't forgotten anything from it and then my other job I didn't take days off I just worked like off hours and just kept doing things while I was traveling around and just you know doing emails replying to messages everything that I usually do just not regular nine to five but other times but yeah I had so much fun I did London and Barcelona and it was just very good in London the best thing was the theater I went to the theater four times and it was just fucking amazing and it was way cheaper than it would have been here in the US and I saw some amazing shows I saw Mamma Mia which I had never seen before and I always had this feeling of like should I really watch it because like Mamma Mia to me is Meryl Streep so do I want to see another woman doing it yes I did it was amazing then I saw Frozen and Juliet and Come From Away they were all really amazing really good and it just reminded me how much I actually love theater because the last time I had been was when I saw The Lion King when I went to visit my brother in New York and that was it and like honestly I just love musicals so much and then in Barcelona I hang out with my best friend from college I laughed so fucking much I honestly don't remember when the last time was that I would just like laugh non-stop all day every day so it was just amazing but then towards the end of my trip because it was two weeks I was just ready to teleport back home be with my cat so apparently just the first few days that I was gone they were not eating because they're spoiled brats and if I'm not around they just act so weird and so differently and they're the kind of cats who are like very attached to me so it takes them time to warm up to people and actually just like let people touch them without hissing and all that stuff so I knew it was gonna be hard so I use an app to have someone come take care of them and she used to be a vet so that was a plus and it helped me out and then you know she just kept messaging me like oh yeah they didn't eat much today they ate more today she never saw Luna because Luna kept hiding under the bed all the pictures she sent me of him was him under the bed and you could just see his eyes Aurora was more out and like welcoming and all that stuff that's how she usually is but 
eh, it was chaotic to know that they weren't really eating. And then my mom came yesterday when she was going to pick me up. She came in a couple of hours earlier and she said that my apartment was a fucking mess. She cleaned it all. So shout out to my mom for doing that. But you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about how like, because I moved around so much, I never knew like where I belonged or which my home was or where my place was or, you know, that kind of feeling of like, I've been everywhere, so where am I actually? And the truth is that I missed Florida. And a lot of people are going to tell me I'm crazy because of all the things that you hear about Florida and all that stuff. But I missed it. First of all, I missed the weather because London was fucking cold ass and rainy. I had like only one day when it didn't rain. And then Barcelona, it rained and it was a little bit cold, less than London. And then like one or two days, the sun came out. But... Florida is my perfect weather. Like, I just love it and I thrive on it because the heat is my perfect weather and it just does not affect my depression as much. So, like, when I was landing, I was like, whoa, I really am home. I really do belong here, you know? Like, I have all my friends here. My parents are here. My cats, obviously. And I missed. I missed, like, my routine. I missed going to work, seeing my friends. My friends, like, my friend... uh my work mom, she sent me a couple of selfies and she was like, this is for you because we all miss you so much. And I like, like almost started crying because I just miss them so much. And it feels good to have a place and people where you belong to, you know, and just have people who miss you when you're gone and who are excited to see you when you come back and all that stuff that is just what you need. You know, we need our people. We need places where there's someone who's looking forward to seeing us, whoever it may be. And luckily, I have friends and my parents here who are looking forward to seeing me. And of course, my cats, because the reunion with my cats was the most beautiful thing ever. Luna let me hold him for so long. And then Aurora let me hold her for a little bit. But then she just made sure that she was watching me and close to me. And the best thing is that they weren't mad at me because one of the cats that we used to have growing up, Whenever, like, we would go away and come back, he would be pretty angry, especially at my mom and then at my brother. So, like, that kind of stuff. So, on my way back, I was like, the cats are going to be so mad because I left them for two weeks. This was the first time that I ever left them for this long. So, I was like, they're going to be mad at me. They're not going to look at me. They're not going to let me hold them, whatever. But, no. On the contrary, they would just not leave me alone. I had to run down to my car, and my mom said that Luna was just, like, looking at the door. Like, where is she? Where where did she go? Is she coming back? That kind of stuff. So, it was crazy to leave them for so long, but so nice to come back to all the love that they always make me feel. And before I dive into this week's MILF, who's a lesbian royalty, I, I had a breakdown during my two weeks off because a lot has happened and like different things and I'm the kind of person who could drown in a glass of water because one tiny thing happens and then I just go insane and my brain just explodes and everything gives me stress and anxiety I start getting like my eyes get swollen everything is awful my anxiety peaks I don't know so one of the nights that I was on my trip. I spent the night before my flight left for Barcelona. I spent the night at a airport hotel in London because my flight was really early. So I was just going to stay at the airport and then go to Barcelona. And while I was there, I had a three hour breakdown. 
And it's not that I timed it, but I know when I started crying and how long, like, till I stopped. And I just couldn't stop crying. You know, when you, for a long time you've known that you needed to cry, but you haven't had the time to cry. And then you do and you just can't stop and you can't breathe and your nose gets stuffy and you have to breathe through your mouth and your eyes hurt, but you just can't stop crying. And that's how it was. To the point that me, who I hate talking on the phone, told my mom, can you please just call me so like I can breathe, I guess. And she did call me and I also talked to my brothers and then the next day I saw my best friend, so that helped. But I just have this breakdown because at times I feel very lonely in the romantic aspect of my life. Like for the first time in my life, I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of people who want to hang out with me and want to see me and I want to see them and I want to hang out with them and I have company, you know? And my parents are pretty close, so whenever I want to see them, I can go see them. I get home and my cats are here and they literally never leave me alone. Even when I go to the bathroom, they slide their paws under the door and try to open it just to be with me. So it's not like I'm alone, but a part of me feels alone and it's because I don't have a partner and obviously like we say this whole thing of like oh you don't need a partner to be happy be yourself blah 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 okay true but I also I want one you know I want a girlfriend I want to have someone who I can go out on dates with who I can spoil who can spoil me who I can talk on the phone who can hang out at my apartment and I come back from work and she's here or I can go to her house or whatever it is and you know feeling that affection that you only get from a romantic partner because I miss that and because my past two relationships one of them you can barely even call it a relationship but did not fully fulfill me and one of them basically destroyed me to the point that it left me the most broken I have ever been and I'm still putting the pieces back together so you know, I, I want a relationship that's healthy and that I feel loved and wanted by my girlfriend. So it sort of like dawned on me and it's just, it made me have an awful breakdown. And then it connected with the fact that two jobs that I'm always working and granted, I love my jobs, but you don't picture your life just being work, you know, and I'm lucky that I could take this two weeks off and just do what I wanted. And not have to be like in an office or going to the restaurant or stuff like that but then you come back and it's just working and working and working and don't get me wrong I'm like really fucking grateful that I have these two jobs that allow me to have a roof over my head be able to go out with my friends be able to get tattoos get my nails done buy something if I like it like I am very privileged and I'm very lucky but at the same time I'm struggling to balance everything and I'm struggling to feel like I've reached my purpose or that I am working towards a purpose or that I'm fulfilling myself because like I said I could drown in a glass of water because I usually see the negative over the positive and my mom said this to me when we were on the phone that all my life I've been doing this even when I was little like the first thing I did was always think about the negative and it sucks don't get me wrong it sucks and I know it but it's hard for me to change that mindset Although a lot of good things have happened to me in the last two years and I've grown so much both in my personal and my professional life, sometimes I just get stuck in the bad things that happen to me. So if one little inconvenience happens, it can just throw me completely off. Like for example, in that moment I was thinking like how my rent went up $200. 
and I started immediately just like going through files in my brain, like how much money I have, how much money I can spend. Should I move? Should I do this? Should I do that? Like my brain just started spinning um, and I couldn't focus on anything else. And this led to, you know, thinking about how much I work, thinking about like my friends, thinking about how my best friend moved to the other side of the country and I miss him. And then like thinking about this, I don't have a partner and I just drowned completely. And I cried for those three hours. And the partner thing is just something that's always in the back of my mind. And I've had dates, I've gone on dates for dating apps and none of them were it. And I guess I'm still trying to like feel it when I meet someone. And it just made me feel weird because I like, I see so many people around me who are like getting married, getting engaged, moving in together. And I'm here like, I'm not even close to dating anybody, you know, and it kind of sucks. Because at this point in my life, I figured that at least I would be engaged or ready to get married. You know, maybe that's just like a plan in my head that sounds illogical, but that's how I planned it, so to speak, in my head. And I'm nowhere near it. Nowhere. So, you know, got back from London, got back from Barcelona, vacation's over. Guess I'm going to give dating apps another go and see what happens. My brother also told me to look into like LGBTQ groups in my area, try to like dive more into the community where I live. And I'm going to try that. I don't know, man. If there's a woman out there who wants to date me, please do so. And the funny thing is that I was talking about this to some of my close friends and the kind of woman that I usually like, like when I think about MILFs or women that I find attractive are usually like very feminine, blonde women and obviously older. But when I dated people, none of them had been fully feminine, blonde women, you know? So I guess that's where I'm fucking up and I need to actually find feminine, blonde women to date. I don't know. Is that a filter I can add to the dating app? Like just take me to this women? Cause Maybe it will work if I actually date the type of women that I like. I don't know. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. I will dive into dating apps and I will talk about it in the next episode to see sort of, you know, my experience, what it's like and share with the world. But if you have any advice, please let me know. But focusing on this week's MILF, who's actually the queen of lesbians, the woman that you see the meme in which they ask her if she's dating anybody, if she has a boyfriend and her face completely goes like, what the fuck? Jodie Foster. I absolutely adore Jodie Foster, but I don't know how much of her filmography I've actually seen. And I don't remember the titles of most movies that I've seen with her in, except Silence of the Lambs. Like everybody fucking knows that. Um, then she's in, I think it's the panic room. The one with Kristen Stewart is like a child and they're in that together. But Jodie Foster is a huge icon within the community for the reason that obviously she's the lesbian in Hollywood. But I think that my favorite thing about her is that it was never just about her sexuality. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, she's a lesbian. You know, it's always been about her talent and how good she fucking is at her job because she really is actually, you know, she's an actress, she's a producer, director, everything that you can think of. And she stands very proudly of everything that she does. And she does it with her wife by her side. 
I think it was last award season that she won a bunch of shit. Oh, I hit the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> she won a bunch of shit. And because they were doing things over Zoom, there was this one time that she was literally in bed, in her pajamas, with her partner in their pajamas and their dog on the bed. Like, top lesbian behavior. And it made me so happy because you can see someone who's been in the game for a really long time because she's been acting since she was a child the meme of the they ask her if she's a lesbian and all that stuff if i mean if she's into boys and obviously she says that blank face and then we realize oh she's a lesbian it was when she was really fucking young and she's still in the game she's still going she's still acting producing directing all of it and showing us that you can do it and still be true to yourself and not have to hide who you are who your partner is what your family is because everybody has room here and yes it is harder for people like her for people like me to create that room in big industries especially industries that are dominated by white size men but it's possible and she shows that it's possible and as far as I know there's nothing problematic about Jodie Foster and I think that that's the best part because you know one of the LGBTQ icons so to speak used to be Ellen and then all this problematic shit started happening around her name and it sort of like pushed down a lot of the hard work and stuff that she had done rightfully so because if you do shit that's not appropriate you need to suck it up and deal with it but I feel like with Jodie Foster everything that we've heard about her has always been good has always been nice and it's just proof that it's okay to be gay and have your family and have kids and still choose the career that you love and go for it and be successful in it. And I think that particularly now when we're seeing so many bills against, you know, don't say gay, speaking as if helping your child transition would be child abuse like Texas. When we're seeing all this kind of stuff, we need to see examples of people in our community who are thriving and successful and show these young kids that you still have a chance of being happy and that it will get better. And sadly, there are so many things going against us right now, so many political views that are going against us that obviously they've always been around, but people are, I don't know if they've lost their shame, their conscience, whatever it is, but they're all going fucking strong at it these days and it sucks. Um, Disney recently said that they will stop funding politicians in Florida who support the don't say gay bills which is good people had to bully Disney into doing this because they were still funding all the politicians doing this shit they weren't saying a word about it they kept quiet in the low and then people started being loud about it started pressuring Disney to like yo this is not right you cannot support politicians who are supporting the don't say gay bill and luckily they stopped the funding and you know, maybe that doesn't change anything, but at least it's showing kids that, you know, we have your back. Whatever happens, we have your back. And I hope that more companies do what Disney did. I mean, we shouldn't have to bully them into this. It should just be common sense. If someone goes against other people, their beliefs, their sexuality, their gender identity, we should not support them. It should just be, like I said, common sense. But if common sense is lacking, that's when we need to be louder and fight harder and be stronger and just push people in the right direction. It's not fair. Nope. Our rights should not be discussed this way. 
because nobody's saying like, oh, don't say straight in school. You know, nobody's saying that shit. So we just have to fight a little harder, which isn't fair. But I feel like people within the LGBTQ plus community already have that strength within themselves because once you have to come out you have to accept your sexuality who you are your gender identity all of that i feel like you just grow an inch of strength that other people don't have because you already know that life is going to be tougher against you and that you're going to have to fight really hard for others to accept you even though you shouldn't but that's how we were built and i hope that every single kid out there who's seeing all this new laws being passed and being sent to senate and all that shit actually see the other side where there's so many people having their backs and fighting for them and trying to be louder than the hate and the discrimination it might not be much but you know a lot of celebrities started posting videos saying gay singing gay Audra mcdonald did it and i died and it's not much but it's that beacon of light in all the shit that is going on because we need it and I hope that every single gay and transgender kid right now feels the support that's coming from a lot of different places and that we can actually fight and maybe one day we won't have to keep fighting for our human rights and we will be respected for who we are. But in the meantime, take a look at Jodie Foster, hold on to her life, how she's been thriving as a gay woman in Hollywood, how she has a family and she has success and she looks like a very happy person and that's the goal for all of us. Our drinks are empty, our cats are ready for a nap, so join me next week and let's talk about your favorite MILF. And if you like talking about your favorite MILF, Please leave me some comments, review the podcast, let me know what you think of this, and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us, and let's keep talking about your favorite MILF.